The Torah tells us in this parsha the miracle that happened to Melech's Doim. The, the Melech's Doim fell into pits, Be'eros, Be'eros, Chemar, wells of mortar. And a person normally who falls in such a large pit full of mortar cannot come out alive. It's impossible to swim out of it. You sink right down. And the Melech's Doim still climbed out alive. So the Rashi says, why is the Torah telling us this miracle that happened to Melech's Doim? Rashi says, it's because many people question the miracle that happened to Avram when you were thrown into the furnace of fire by Nimrod and the story was told that Avram came out alive. So many people were skeptical. Now that they heard what happened to Melech's Doim, they in retrospect began to believe what happened to Avram. If it happened to Melech's Doim, it could also happen to Avram. It seems from Rashi that the story about Melech's Doim is told to us in order to promote the miracle of Avram, which obviously will help promote the legacy of Avram. But the question that Ramban is asking, that it seems that the story of the Melech's Doim did the opposite. When people hear that even a pagan like Melech's Doim had a miracle, then they no longer will believe that it's because of the legacy of Avram, because of the truth of his belief system, that he was saved. The miracle happened to somebody like Melech's Doim as well. It, it provides a disservice to the legacy of Avram, rather than a benefit. It doesn't promote it. It diminishes it. Then why is the Torah telling us the story with the Melech's Doim? In what way is it beneficial to the story of Avram? Says the Ramban that what really happened over here is when the Melech's Dom fell into the pit, he was drowning and he was dying. Avraham Avinu passed by and looked inside and saw the Melech's Dom. As soon as Avraham Avinu looked inside, the Melech's Dom suddenly was able to pop out of that large reservoir of mortar and his life was saved in a miracle. So everybody was witness to how Avraham's gaze is what saved the Melech's Dom. Now they believed that it's possible that Avram would also walk out of a furnace of fire unscathed. That indeed did promote the legacy of Avram. The Chedush Arim says there's another pshat here in Rashi. Heminu Rashi says that when people heard what happened to Melech's name, then Heminu they believed in retrospect what happened to Avram too. He says like this, but Rashi is saying exactly this. Until the story of Melech's Dom happened, people didn't need a Muna. It was so empirically and abundantly clear that Avram's legacy is the truth. Because everybody saw the miracle, the supernatural event that happened to Avram Avinu. Could only be explained because God intervened. Now that this sim- a similar miracle happened also to Melech's Dom, now people now began to question who says that this miracle that happened to Avraham Avinu is any indication that his legacy is true and authentic? <clears throat> Look, a similar thing happened to a pagan like Melech Zdaim. Now people have to have a munah. Now in retrospect, people, those who adhered and continued to be faithful to Avraham's legacy did it out of a munah. Not because their logical uh, in empirical evidence imposed on them 
the belief of Avram. And the Chidush Arim, after explaining that the Muna, the, 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 the idea of a Muna can only happen against the backdrop of Bechir Chavshis. I mean, if you don't have a choice, it's so obvious and clear that this is the truth, <clears throat> that there's no two ways about it, then you don't need a Muna. A Muna is only when there is, it's possible logically to believe otherwise or explain things otherwise. And nevertheless, one believes and accepts that here is the truth. So he says that the world says, that when the Sham of the Baal Shem Tov came down into the world, there was a big commotion in the heavens. Because the Nisham of the Baal Shem Tov was going to demonstrate in the most empirical way that Avayit Hashem is Emes, and Torah is Emes. All the miracles and the wonders that the Baal Shem Tov performed made it so abundantly clear so Avedis Hashem will have no challenge. Nobody will need a Muna anymore. <clears throat> so what was the solution? From, from Shomayim, they sent down another Neshama. Lamdin Echot, says the Chidush Arim. A Lamdin, a great scholar that will oppose the Baal Shem Tov. And now people had Pchira. And now they could follow the path of the Baal Shem Tov instead of Muna. In a similar fashion, we see today that what used to be uh, attributed to divine intervention or divine in, as things that are divine in nature have now, through science and scientific advances, um, now been replaced with logical explanations. So now for a person to believe that creation, the world, and nature itself is only the byproduct of the will of a creator, you have to have a Muna. Even though the Rebbe, in many of his letters, shows that the scientific explanations are often unfounded and, and inconclusive. A Muna is only possible if there is a possibility, al that a person would be swayed otherwise. But nevertheless, because of the Muna of a Jew, which is the Neshama, the spark of the neshama that is connected to Hashem unconditionally, above logic, beyond the rational, only that's what, that's what defines the Muna. <clears throat>